The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does your concern affect me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine, without knowing where it came from, Although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves good wine first, and then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee, and so revealed his glory. And his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. My mother was a rather simple an ordinary woman. She had a a basic education. And as soon as my sister and I were born, my mother decided that she wanted to stay home in order to raise us. And all throughout her life, all throughout growing up for me, My mother never really sought anything of this world. She was simply content with the life of our family, which was ordinary and simple. One thing, though, that was extraordinary about my mother was her presence. Whether I was in trouble or whether I had done something good, whether I was happy or sad, regardless of my own experience or my own behavior, my mother's presence was always the same. It was loving, 
It was accepting and it was nurturing. And in all the, the ups and downs of growing up, my mother's presence was the one stable and constant reality that I could depend on. In today's Gospel of the Wedding at Cana, Mary is revealed to us primarily as mother. In fact, in the Gospel of John, Mary is never called by her personal name. She is always referred to as the mother of Jesus. Three times we hear her described in this gospel as the mother of Jesus. And in Jesus' crucifixion in John 19, John records that standing by the cross was his mother. In the mind and in the heart of St. John, Mary is first and foremost mother. Yes, of course, she is the mother of Jesus, but she is also our mother who guides and nurtures our relationship with her son. What I find so deeply moving about this gospel today is that it is Mary who approaches the servers. These servers who are in quite a dilemma of having run out of wine at a wedding. Which, of course, is not the end of the world. But it could become a source of embarrassment and humiliation for them. Something in which probably only a mother could foresee. Mary approaches them and she says to them, do whatever he tells you. Why do they listen to her? Most likely, they don't know who she is. Most likely, they don't know who Jesus is. And at least on a surface level, there is nothing deeply convincing or appealing by her words. Yet as soon as Jesus tells them to fill the jars with water, they respond without hesitation. They listen to her, I believe, because they see and they hear in her a mother who cares for them. A mother whose only motivation is love. Love for her son 
and love for them. And it is, I believe, this tender and loving motherly presence that leads the servers to obey her words and to trust Jesus by doing whatever he tells them. Oftentimes, if I'm speaking with somebody who maybe has been away from the faith or maybe has sort of one foot in and one foot out or who's just struggling with the reality of God, I oftentimes will encourage them to turn to Mary and to give to Mary their doubts, or maybe their hesitations or their fears. And the reason why I do that is because I know that once they turn to Mary, It will only be a matter of time until they turn fully to her son. St. Alred says that through Mary we have been born, not for the world, but for God. The light and the beauty of Mary's presence breaks through our distractions and our fears. And she shows us not what we are made for, but who we are made for. Which is why once we become more aware of the presence of Mary in our lives, our lives will never be the same. And this, of course, is not some pious legend, but it is the truth that the Gospels reveal to us. It is the presence of Mary that reveals God's will to St. Joseph. After the star of Bethlehem, it is the presence of Mary that reveals to the Magi where they will find the newborn king. It is the presence of Mary that strengthens Elizabeth at the visitation. It is the presence of Mary that consoles the apostles after the crucifixion. And strangely enough, it is the presence of Mary that will console Jesus during his entire earthly life. From holding him in her arms as a baby, to her initiating Jesus' first miracle today at Cana, and to her remaining faithfully by his side during his passion. Mary's presence is always a comfort and a consolation, even to God himself.
May her presence console us today as we prepare to receive her son in the Eucharist and to heed her words, to do whatever he tells us.